Hi folks, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Popcorn Profile. You can find us at Apple, Spotify, Overcast, Castro, Castbox, Pocketcast, Google, Stitcher and PC Addict. You can also check us out on NACA Media's website where you can also find some other good podcasts such as BizPod and Et2 Millennials and also you can check us out on Twitter at Popcorn Profile. Thanks for tuning in guys. Cheers. Hi, my name is Sam. I, I, I like chicken wings. They're delicious. Why are you leaning in? Just bring the microphone closer to that you. That makes more sense, doesn't it? Like it moves. Just pick it up. Just, I, don't be, I want to be careful because these are new mics. They're all shiny and Yeah, exciting. but look how dense they are. Yeah, no, but it still makes me scared. Denser than me. It's solid. I don't yeah. know how that was for your ears. I'm sorry. That's fine. Right, so we should be about the same. Uh, do you want any sound effects? Uh, I can't hear them. The slider's down. Oh, yeah. There we go. There's a whole lot. I got real cricket noises yeah. as well because the fake cricket noises were bad. <laughs> and laugh track. Yeah, laugh track. And then we also got a celebration. So it's pretty great. I'm amazed that you remembered the... Yeah, this is a sensor button. Oh, my God. <laughs> so They're not labeled. It's just colors and you still remember Yeah, well, them. I put half of them in and then learned half, half of them. Yeah, I put half of them in. So, uh, I for I have not recorded a podcast with people in actual like apart from Anton. I was going to say, does Anton not count? Anton as people? doesn't count as people. Yeah. in like two months. So y'all are gonna have to like retrain me. And I can see your eyes now, Becco. Aww. I've I've got a mic stand because this setup is still a little uh, green, shall mm-hmm. we say? Um, in that we don't have everything. It's a bit young. Um, is that what that means? Yeah. Yeah. If you're green, yeah, it means you're young and inexperienced. Wow, I've never heard that saying before. You learn new things on Popcorn Profile every day. So, the this season of... I was going to say BizPod. I'm <laughs> so sorry. BizPop. This season of Popcorn Profile... Pro- Popcorn Profile, it's your pick, Louise. Yeah, I'm a little tired, I'm sorry. It is my pick. I decided to subject you guys to French films. Bonjour! <laughs> which, is, which is great, I think all I've seen is... Well, this one that you'd already seen. I hadn't actually already seen it. I'd, oh. I was uh, my flatmate's partner, they were they absolutely adored it. And on, my rec- on their recommendation, I bought it. And it just stayed in my Blu-ray collection for five years. It's it's a classic. Um, and, and yeah, I thought... We'll get some culture onto this podcast. So we're looking at Jean-Pierre Jeunet's work, which we started with Amélie as it's his best known film. Um, and we're going to look at Delicatessen, his first one. Um, Micmacs, which is sort of in the middle. And then if we feel like it, a very long engagement. What are you pointing at? Alien. He also oh, yeah, did, he did Alien he? Resurrection. Let's watch so Alien. again, if we feel like it, we'll watch that because it's very different. I'd rather watch Alien than a very long but engagement. I, I see um, Delicatessen, Micmacs and Amelie as sort of spiritual trilogy, so to speak. So we're going to be working through that. Um, you'll see it's all the same actors. You'll realise all the weird French jokes that you'll just understand or jokes that don't make sense. And uh, it's wonderful. I Yeah. Yeah, I think... Uh, again, first time watching this. Um, it's quite weird because I watched it kind of scattered. I watched the, I watched the first half and then I had to run and do errands and then I came back to it like a week later. <laughs> I watched the second half and then last night I was like, no, I'll rewatch it again. Okay, those right. were some very long errands. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was going to be like, wow, imagine if we watched a film like that, how angry you would be. <laughs> it, it was a... Uh, it was it was it was best man. Aaron's had to do wedding stuff, <laughs> so it was like I was literally out of. Oh, I didn't. Should they just watch the film man? at the wedding? Congrats! Thank you. So it was great. I got a free suit out of it. Oh yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, I don't want a suit now. I feel fancy. Oh yeah, we should have a day where we all just dress in suits. I'd go for that. Next recording. How will they know if we're in suits or not? Maybe we are right now. How oh will they know? Oh my god! Yes, look at me. I'm in a suit. Beautiful. You both looked at me, which is quite nice. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a fine suit. Oh, thank you. Um, but yeah, no, I feel like the way I felt about Emily... Yeah. Uh, and this is my truth for it. I felt like I was getting a nice big hug. I just feel like it's, a, it's such a sweet film. I, I really like the... I'm sorry, I've come forward. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Uh, I really liked the... I, I really like Emily as a central character. I think she played... Is it Audrey Tatao? Audrey Totu. Audrey Totu. <laughs> Audrey. Audrey. Totu. Audrey Totu. Yeah, there you go. I thought Audrey Totu was fantastic in the roles. You just Toto. <laughs> sorry. <She> was, sorry. <laughs> See, I was I was literally I on the way over here trying to figure out how do I pronounce her name. I don't want to get this you wrong. Could, you could have asked. Yeah, you could have asked the the person in the room that also speaks French, and yes, we'd be able to true. tell you before we had it on recording, and you made kind of a little bit of a fool of yourself. That's all right. Oh. We could. Res- we could just say it again. We can just restart the whole podcast. Yeah, we're only like 20 minutes in. <laughs> yeah, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Um, but I feel like she was fantastic in the sort of central role. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to own it. Uh, <laughs> Go for it. Uh, I thought she was great. She was generally entertaining to watch. Um, I, I I thought it was a very funny film, very lighthearted. I mean, like the, I, even like the tragedy of what happened to her mother was like sadly comic yeah. as well. Yeah. I really liked the narration, the narration for it as well. I like I thought it was again. I thought it was quite like it set like a really funny, strange tone for the film. Mm. Like it's, it's a very unusual one. Like I again, stylistically, I don't think that I don't think the films are similar in any way, other than maybe just like a the narration of it and the way the story is kind of told, a little bit like the Royal Tannenbaums, which came out a couple years prior. Yeah. Um. I don't know what no? film you're talking about. I was um, just going to Wes Anderson. Oh right, okay. Yeah. Um. Again, not necessarily not necessarily with shots, just like kind of. The way the sort of story is told, and the way they, they kind of relate to certain characters and certain scenes and things like that. Yeah. Um, and I just like the fact you get to know this little sort of community in the middle of in the middle of the pa- set in Paris, right? Yeah. Yes. We <laughs> oui. parts of it are at least. Yeah. Um, and I like the sort of Probably. whole. <laughs> like I thought the whole like building up the relationship and now like leaving the clues yeah. to lead to her was really sweet as well. Yeah. Uh, it's, I don't know, just overall a very lovely film. I really do enjoy it because even though it's directed by a man, I feel like you're right, Audrey Totu does a brilliant job, but also it feels like we really get to know Amelie. As a person. Yeah, she really has interesting wants. You know, we are very clear about what she wants. You know, she's really clear about what she does. We we really stick and follow with her. Even once a man is introduced, it's mm-hmm. kind of not about him. I, we get insights into him, but I think it still remains really about her. Um. And not a lot of films do that. Um, And so I'm, you know, it was one that I watched quite early on. I actually think when we were in France, because of probably that cliche. And yeah, you know, I I do really love it. I do always forget how much narration is in it. Yeah, before (laughs) we started watching it, you were like, yeah, it'll be fine. There's not that much French in it. So it's mostly visuals. And then like, we got like 15 minutes in and he was still narrating. And then you were like, well... (laughs) You know, there might be a lot more French speaking in this than I remember. 
But like also I think the important point to take from it is that those really key moments are typically visual moments. They are where it's silent, it's where the characters are just doing something. It I don't think people remember the huge moments of long descriptions of nonsense. Mm. Not not that that is bad, but I do think it's a stylistic choice. Um along with the color palette that was one yeah. of the first films to or well similar to the Matrix it was done digitally afterwards. It's a very yellowish hue throughout the kind of whole film. Well sort yeah. of it pulls out the reds and the greens, right? And so both of those are quite extreme. Um, which, why, I'm not sure. Um, but, you know, again, a very stylistic try. I guess it's about love and nature and expression and whatever. We could go into it, but I just think it's to look cool and different, which it does. It does, it really stands out. Um, and I really get what you mean by the sort of visuals of the film as well. And, like, again, I don't remember s- many of the lines of dialogue other than Joseph talking to his camcorder and, and it was a tape recorder just being a, I don't know. Real creep. Real creep, real yeah. creeper. Yeah. Um, he plays a lot of creepy guys. Does he? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say. It's You're going to see that again. Oh, boy. Um, like, I don't remember anything he says, but I do remember when him and the, 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 the sort of store clerk in the cafe end up having sex in the toilet because yes. the whole shop starts to shake. And that's the thing is it's really interesting that he's used rhythm like that before in other, especially with sex, in other films. So, again, that'll be a lovely trope that'll come back. But, yeah, it's moments like that or... Um, I think when Amelie is discovering the little box that's under in her, again, spoilers for Amelie, she discovers the little box in her bedroom or or the bathroom and that's very much silent looking, reading through, you know, all of the moments where she's leaving these clues or finding, following clues. It's all about looking, seeing, listening, what do you see? Oh, intrigue, all that kind of stuff. Um, and you like the gnome when the gnome goes on holiday. Yeah, you know, there's all I think these lovely, really visual storytelling moments that I would say go beyond the language. I do think it's heavy fronted narration really puts people off. Mm-hmm. I um, what do you think, Becca? What was your th- what's your thoughts on Emily? Um, if you sat me down before we watched Emily and we're like. Write down a list of things that you might think happens in Amelie. Oh. Everything occurring because Princess Diana died would not be on that list. <laughs> I was going to say... I, I was not ready for that. Well, the thing I find quite funny about it is the fact that they were doing that with the whole Princess Diana like death. I was like, is she just going to be inspired by that on the television? It's like, no, she just notices something in... Like, she notices this little box that she then gives off to yep. the... the the guy that lost it when he was a child, left there when he was a child, and it kind of obviously brings that epiphany and then it kind of yeah. sets her on her way. Uh, and no, neither did I. I, I kind of thought, I don't know why. I think it was just because I thought I thought Emily was going to be a musical. And I don't know why. What? I don't know <laughs> yeah, why. What? <laughs> what? Where does that come from? I don't know. I think I just associate with... Associate things I like with musicals. Not necessarily. Um, I think it was more the fact I remember seeing the poster for some reason in my music department in school. It's got good music. It's Yanni something. Okay, I'll look up who it is. <laughs> As if we would know. I know, oh. but you both looked at me of like, do your research. Well, uh, you just need to be like a great musician. You don't have to name them. Uh, Jan, oh, you're going to have to pronounce that one. Top one. Jan Tiersen. There you go. Um, and famous, I mean, it, the soundtrack, I think, won awards because it was so beautiful. Yeah. And emotive and si français, which means very French. <laughs> I understood. Thank you. I know you now get my French at this point, my butchered oh, pigeon French. Sometimes you still go a bit too much for me. Désolé. 
then sometimes we figure out how to say a, a gentleman potato. So uh, that's pretty good. Bonhomme de pomme de terre. Uh, all the p- or pomme de terre. My French accent's a little all over the place at this uh, point. It's fine. The the only thing I ever learned was li- Liv knew a bit of French. Liv knows a bit of French as well. Yeah. Um. But obviously, I. Um. I, the only thing I can ever remember is uh, when we started going out for some reason, she would just look at me and just very seriously go, "Je suis la mercredi," and I was like, "You're the Wednesday." <laughs> yeah, that's not that. That sounds like some good franglais going on over there. Yeah. <laughs> Love a good little bit of franglais. It's quite fun. Um, but I think with Emily again, a lot of the things I think of is. Like the, the visuals, and normally when the, when the sound cuts out, like the the quietest moment in the whole film is when yeah. Emily and the uh, man Santa Santa. <laughs> Do uh, I have to look up his name? No, his name is Santa. His name is not. So when Emily and Santa Claus Santos Santos Santo Jason Keith Meyer Quintmeyer Keith. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? You guys are Malcolm. just saying names. And it's just like they, they finally meet up after Emily. Obviously. Matthew. I was close. Or is that? No, that's his name. Sorry. Nino is his Nino, name. Nino, that was it. Nino. You kinda, were not Kind of close to Santo. <laughs> his name, I think surname is like Quinchamp though. Oh, uh, Quinchamp. So maybe that's <laughs> what you're thinking. Quinchamp. It's Nino. It's Emily and Nino. Emily and Nino. Yeah. What a parent. And it was just the moment where they finally had like the sort of like the big romantic moment where they're yeah. kind of like it, it, it is the quietest moment in the film. I remember like feeling quite like, like it felt really intimate with the lack of sound from literally anywhere. Mm-hmm. And again, what moment? Like when when Emily and Nino finally meet up right at the end of the film, and then oh, okay. at her door, and then Emily starts yeah. to kiss him. Just because okay. they meet up at like a yeah, lot of yeah, I was points. like, my yeah. brain was going through like you know, was it in the restaurant? Was it when when, when he was like. Yeah, that was the, quite quiet. In the train, when he was quiet. a ghost boy, was it when Skelly boy? As she was ringing him on the phone, and he was like going up all those things, and then she returned his book. Like they met a lot, mm-hmm. or like even just when she like went to see him, and then he was doing the thing. They looked at each other, and then the cart went, and then he was gone. <laughs> he was gone. That was a fun shot. There's a lot of really fun shots in it. I think it's it's interesting how fast paced it is, and how actually well that has kept up to date in terms of its editing is still quite slick. Yeah, they do a lot in that film. They even do like CG animation, which I was not yeah, expecting. There's a lot of weird all. CGI in that yeah. film. It's very like, uh, make this shot spicy. Okay. And then sort of peppers in random CGI. Uh, but I think I think because the whole film is like fun and dumb anyway, mm-hmm. it, it, it fits in quite well. It's never like too uh out of place. Yeah, it's like it, it's never to the detriment of the film. It all feels mm. like it, everything feels like it's in there because it should be there. It's not just for the sake of it. Yeah. You know. Um, I will say this. I did feel like, don't get wrong, I thought the grocer was a, was a real <laughs> jerk. He was a real yeah. asshole. But he basically got psychologically tormented for weeks. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> yes. We stand a legend though and that legend is Amelie. Yeah. yeah Amelie yeah, yeah, yeah. herself is great. We wish we could. Be Amelie. Yes. Okay, I wasn't <laughs> sure. All right, take that in any way you want. In any way you need. <laughs> I need I need Emily in my life. <laughs> yeah. Um I did Yes. So I haven't noticed this before, but basically when me and Becca talk it seems to be fine and it was the same with Anton, but I think you're so loud you're getting picked up on our Sam microphones. Is so loud he is getting picked up on like all of our microphones. All of the microphones. So because this is doing it internally, it will just overlay it all. 
so it should be fine. I don't, I don't, I don't know what will happen. Basically, oh, we'll see then. <laughs> so, especially if you're leaning back and projecting, do you know what I mean? It's getting picked up, but especially if you're then focusing a lot more, it only does in one. Whereas if you talk loud, it so by talking, it pops up for everyone else. A little, only bit. a little, but it's a little tiny bit. Well, I, it's uh, if you then are projecting, it gets picked up at all. Yeah, we're going to strap you to the table. Can you, you get can. it any closer to you? Or just Bring sit your chair in. in. Yeah, so I was suggesting sitting in the corner. He said he doesn't have space for his legs or something. No, I'm, I'm all right now. I can... Okay. Uh, do we need to... Do I need to push you in? No, it's fine. I, that, this is fine. I can do this. Okay. This is you fine. need a smaller chair. Oh, we don't have any other chairs. We've got the poof. Do you want to be on the poof? No, it's okay. I can do this. Okay. This is fine. We'll make you stand up. So, you I'll, you'll get the arm next time. Fabby, I need to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Are you doing a chocolate rain? Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Ready to podcast? Yes, Sam. <laughs> Into the microphone. What did you think of Amelie? Because you've been forced to watch other weird French films at uni. What mm, the one? Oh God! A Buddha souffle. Oh, uh, a Buddha souffle. That was I've purged that from my mind. The the other one, the black and white. I don't know if it was inherently La French. Hen. No, no. Oh. There was also that weird two days one night one. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very French. That, that was that was that was not uh, black and white though. That was in color. The no, the one I'm thinking of is oh. maybe not French, but it's Persona? the one that's coming to my mind is a black and white. Yeah. It's like the two ladies go away for yeah, her yeah, therapy. Persona. Is it persona? persona. I think that's yeah. Swedish. But like Is that Ingmar Bergman? Yes. That that is also coming to my mind. <laughs> Other than that. Movie okay, Ingmar Bergman uh, see now that I'm making these claims, I think he is Swedish. Uh but that that's not French. But you know what I said it wasn't French. But oh, you're saying that, that that's your experience with European films. I'm saying that something about that film. Oh is reminiscent with Amelie to me. If you guys were listening and not interrupting what, what, me. What? I don't want the TV show persona. <laughs> um, What parts of it were reminiscent? I don't know. It's, I think it's mainly the way it was shot and like the sort of delicate handling of the life. I wasn't certain, but that's what I think. Like just my brain is connecting the two and I don't really understand why, but like, yeah, so I guess if you you saw Persona and you liked it, watch Amelie. <laughs> I, I so feel you like hate very Persona, different don't you? films. Like, like, you don't actually really like Persona, do you? Uh, what the Ingmar Bergman the, one? The Bergman one, yeah. So I like it and I don't like it. That there are bits that I really like, and then also the fact that there's like one scene that happens three times. I do not yeah. like. So. Yeah, we, we were shown it by our lecturer and literally during the end when there's more climactic nonsense happening, she just got up and started laughing at us because we were like, what on earth are we watching? What is going on? And she was just like, Haha, get them every time. Because again, she guess she shows every year this bizarre film. Um, I would say they're very dissimilar. It's possibly expressive films that you're maybe yeah, linking probably. in there. Um because it's uh, I I just see Emily as really fun and Persona sucked the life out. Of yeah, me. I'm not saying anything for bonus points to each of them. I'm just saying that somehow they're linked within my brain in the way that they deal right. with their subject matters. Mm. Mm. I, I guess maybe the fact that they do deal with their subject matters. Yeah, probably that like you know, unlike other things, when it's like 
I am a traumatized person. It's like, well, okay, do you want a husband? It's like, I'm fine now. Like, <laughs> they don't do that. Yeah. Whereas yeah. other things do. Also, I just realized there was, there was a scene in Emily, and I swear, I, I don't think I'm misinterpreting this, but Emily totally wrote her landlord a fake letter from her husband, right? Yeah. yeah. That's, I, I don't think, I don't think I agree with that morally. Stop diddling if, it. If, if you play with it, it will pick up. Sorry. So give me the nublets. Take them off. There's another one. I need to de-nublet you. Look. No nublets for you. Do you want extra nublets? No, I'm already trying to resist. I'm sorry. To Give me your nublets. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good boy. Okay, I'm sorry. These are teething problems that we're having some slight okay. technical difficulties. Why do you disagree on. with um, giving a grieving woman a sense of love and peace in her final years? No, I do think there's something about that that's sweet, but this, to me, there's something about it that it's a lie. It's not actually true. Well, I'm sorry that the truth is too hard for her. Yeah, I think the whole point of Amelie's tasks aren't about... I guess it sets up as trying to find the right person to return him this little box. But when he was like, oh, do you want to talk about it? The worst thing happened. She just yeeted. It's sort of... It's not about Amelie. I think it's about maybe giving other people a sense of closure, especially of like, where did the gnome go? And where did my box go? You know, where did my husband go? I think there's about elements of closure. And so that's why I find it quite interesting. It's, It's kind of, oh God, am I gonna, it's kind of like Emma Jane Austen in that there are elements of, she's trying to do all this work. You're just looking at me and, rolling your eyes. There's this element of she's trying to do I'm all this other shocked. work for other people, but it's actually she needs the closure for herself. Yeah. Um. And I hate Jane Austen. I hate Emma. I'm sorry. That's my hot take. But there are similarities in the writing of the work that she's doing for other people actually has to be done for herself. And then and then she does. She manages to get this closure of who is this guy and what's going on and what do I need in my life. And, and the photo booth man. Photo booth man. Loved N- him. Nino. Oh no, the other guy. No, the, the, yeah, the, the guy the that goes guy. and takes the pictures yeah, in the photo booth. Because he's. Or are we spoiling Emily? Yeah, if you haven't we, seen Emily, go watch it right now. Hi, welcome yeah. back. That was a good two hours. Um, <laughs> the photo booth man. Yeah, because he's just repairing. Yeah, the photo I booth. loved him. That was the greatest yeah. mystery of it them all. It was pretty great, and they they like don't. It's not like they tease it really hard, but it like comes up at the right point. Yeah, and you're also like, what could it be? Because then also you're with them, and you're like, yeah. well, what could it could be? be all these things? And oh my god, maybe he's this. And then it was like, oh yeah, of course he just repairs it because you got a check. It's got it. I'm allowed to burp off. My yeah, it's the fact that I I could sense Sam going, "What's Louise doing?" And then you were you were fine, but that one we lost him like a minute into me speaking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that my burping distracted Sam. This is what happens when you get three people in a room safely now in the new world that we're in. <laughs> Don't make a Sam. Have you got something to say? No, I was just clearing my throat. Uh-huh. 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 I need to go uh-huh. get a lateral uh-huh. flow test and test you oh right now, boy. Test your eyeballs. Please don't. Shove swabs up your throat. <laughs> it sounds like a threat. It sounds like it is a threat. It is a threat. That Becca is threatening you. I'm gonna stab you. Well, that sounds like a threat. <laughs> I'm scared. You should be <laughs> coming to our house. You're st- firstly, you're a stinky boy. <laughs> Secondly. Secondly. <laughs> uh, uh, I retract my statement. Not all boys are stinky. Not all stinkies are boys. Thank you. You can be a stinky they them. <laughs> or a stinky girl. Yeah, but I wanted to list um, people other than women first because like, yeah. they usually get listed last. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Very inclusive of you. Thank okay. you. <laughs> Everyone can be stinky. Moving on. Do you think the the photo booth guy is stinky? The bald one. I think the guy who has to scrape under the fucking he is totally is stinky. stinky. That's like Nino, hands on like metro floor. Nino that is, is a stinky boy. Metro is nasty. Yeah. It's not great. I mean, plus he, he spends a lot of the time of the day in that skeleton outfit. You gotta be stinky. And like in a sex shop. No yeah, problem with sex, sex shops, but like that probably place would be stinky. sweaty. Like, look at how dark those rooms were. Like, that's gonna not. Yeah, have that great lady just went off to dance for a bit. She's gonna be stinky she after had that. The best timeline. She yeah. and it was like, "Can you cover me for work?" And she was just like, "No," <laughs> <laughs> and kept dancing. Loved her. I want that Inspiration. energy. I love her. Best character. Really? Why isn't the film about her? <laughs> yeah. Where's her story? Where's her story? The untold stories of Amelie. That's the next film by Jean-Pierre Jeunet. No, oh, I wish. <laughs> Maybe we should check that. Can I, he make more films? I checked, he's alive. <laughs> uh, alive and able to make films? Alive, uh, yes. Able to make films? Question. Questionable. Well, you can, well it depends because he can still voice act. Yeah. yeah he he's did. just had a stroke. He can still speak. Oh. He did voice yeah. acting in um, The Cat Returns, the Studio Ghibli film. He's great. He plays a Persian cat that calls everyone babe. I've never heard anything more apt in my life. <laughs> Tim Curry going, thanks, babe. It's the voice. He actually does that voice. You sounded like someone and it was not Tim Curry, I but I cannot place it. To be fair, I'm not Tim Curry. <sighs> was, Why I aren't you? Yeah, but do your Kermit, though. Do you want me to actually do my Kermit? Do your Kermit. Hey everybody, welcome to Popcorn Profile. We're here to record. Wow, is Emily. that is that Kermit in the Kermit? Room? Oh my god, Kermit! Hi everybody. Pizza. I'm sorry. I was just so excited for Kermit. Did <laughs> you bring Constantine? I did not bring Constantine. No, oh. we're we're on a non-speaking basis after he tried to steal my identity. That's fair. I and mean, your wife. And my wife. And your. Life, well, she wasn't your wife when you stole her, just saying. You weren't ready to commit. But Piggy's my wife now. Yeah, now you're ready. Did they actually get married? I thought there was Probably. like a Piggy scandal. Like they, w- they did a Sky TV show and they brought in... This is not Emily. But they did a Sky TV show <laughs> and this they brought in another pig and I thought they had an affair. I don't know. <laughs> I still stand by that that best video is the one you showed me, Louise, where you're like, look at that window. <laughs> I could afford that window. <laughs> it's a good blooper that turned up on TikTok of just behind the scenes on one of the first Muppet films. Anyway, Emily. us being Muppets aside... I'm I am absolutely a Muppet. Well, you're also a toddler, though. I'm a toddler Muppet. <laughs> I don't like the idea of a toddler Muppet. Well, you love one. Oh, no. Uh, I'm glad that you guys didn't hate Amelie. I wasn't expecting you to hate Amelie. I'm expecting you to hate the next films. But I, I am actually glad that you were not only like receptive, but it did seem that you actually liked it. I, I really, I like as soon as the film started, I was like, okay, the the, the tone and the style this is going for, it, mm-hmm. it's really nailing it. I'm really liking when this is going. Lovely. I have only ever hated two films. Oh, one is Dragged Across Concrete. Of course. Don't, the other one is you. 2018 Predators. <laughs> Why? Because um, they follow the classic predator concept of they're trying to find the next new warrior, fighting all yeah. that. Um, before it was good old Arnie because like you know yep. of course he, we believe he's a warrior but for some reason the, the hot take in this film is that autism is the next new level oh. of evolution 
and everyone's gonna evolve to be autistic or uh, something and they want to steal this guy's autistic kid and it's terrifying I'm and I hated every moment of it. I'm sorry, that's the actual plot of Predators. That's the, the predator. actual plot of it. And I got in trouble by our friends for <laughs> me and our other friend who's also autistic were just talking through the whole and being like, what the, what, why is it, do- what? I'm just like shocked and they're like, shh, we're trying to watch the film. And we're like, you're trying to watch this? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone oh. that was at that screening, by the way, I talked to, none of them have said a good thing about that film. It's, they said it was terrible. It's the worst. So yeah, those two films are the only ones I've ever hated. So you just need to be the terrible, weird, racist yeah. film that Sam made me watch. And like, you know, Autism's the Next Evolution, for conte- weird predator film. For context, I also watched it blind. I would not have picked that film if I had seen it beforehand. See, this is why you've got to do what I do, which is only introduce your friends to films that you know are safe and good and never watch any new ones. Or what I do, which is uh, they've made one good film, that's the one film you enjoy, and then just pick two or three other terrible films. Is that for Julie Boy? Or Frank? Or both? Both. <laughs> both. I only wanted to watch Lost Boys and Little Shop of Horrors. I did not care for the rest. Little Shop is such a bop. Little Shop is a bop. Anyway, Amelie. I didn't hate it. Yay. I think it would be quite tough to um, hate his films if they're anything like Amelie. Oh, you get, you get ready the next ones. Like, I know they're going to be weird in French, but... Yeah. Yeah, there there was something there. I think he is a good director. Yeah. Like, at his core, I think it was well-directed. Um, And also, a big thing about films that I really love is the music is, like, really sort of part of the fabric of it like I can't really picture Amelie without hearing the music that comes with it whether that's like the traditional French accordion or or the sort of beautiful piano that's really kind of soft at points um I can picture it with a piano I cannot picture it without the accordion oh I without the accordion I cannot yeah but c'est français, you know and 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 I think that that imagery that he's invoking works like double double time in in Amelie um where, especially for the next films that we're going to see, uh, they definitely get hella weird. <laughs> yeah. This is probably his most, like, inverted commas, Western film, even though France is already Western, but do you understand? Like, Americanized. Americanized, classic, like, English-speaking cinema. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I'm going to see where this goes, because, like, I've seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of, like, Korean cinema, I've seen a lot of Japanese cinema. Yeah. I've seen a bunch of, like, I guess Brazilian cinema with City of God. Um or like sort of Latin cinema, mm. but um, I am interested to see where this goes because the only. So when we doing my breadman and we do <laughs> Swedish cinema, <laughs> yay! No, I I, I don't want to watch. Persona yeah, I don't want to watch Persona again I or any. Well, I kind of do want to watch Wild Strawberries, but we'll I do want to see the Seventh Seal. That was Bergman, right? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe in the future we'll come up with weird parameters. We'll watch it together and we'll hate it. Like you know, for all three of our rounds, we have to pick directors that are like a. Of a certain type or yeah. something like that yeah. would be quite fun. Mm. But yeah, but this is my attempt to add some other kind of diversity into the podcast. Where's it rank on the list? Yeah. I didn't even put it in. Oh, God. live ranking. Have you? Are you ranked? I'm getting my live ranking now. What? You didn't even rank. My God, you guys didn't rank before you came. <laughs> I I prefer to rank with friends. <laughs> I see. I see. I don't rank actually against my core beliefs so I just really I just looked I just looked at my phone I forgot Phantom of the Opera's at the bottom <laughs> we'll take you to the stage show I gave it uh, 8 out of 10 on IMDB 
I think that's a pretty standard. Um, it's like I think it's a safe one as well to watch with other people. I think that's what's really nice about it is it's a generally a very well made film. See, I'm vamping for all you guys ranking. It's a really well made film. And overall, I think it's just good, you know, and, and uh, you don't tend to see a lot of just really good films. Uh, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. It's ranked quite high up on the list for me. I gave it its eighth. So that is... So I made it Bing. into the top really? ten. Wow. I, Holy I shit. did it. I can't uh, believe you swore. Uh, yay. Yay. I could have censored that, but I didn't know when he was going to swore, so... So I've got it above Bone Tomahawk, but below Scream mm. on my list. Oh my god, I've got above Tokyo Godfathers, but below Scream. <laughs> wow, so you guys <laughs> are starting Scream to sync seven? up. Yeah, Scream 7th. Oh, same. So Scream's great. Oh my god, we're like the same person. Oh my god. Am I your brother? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for those who don't know, Sam has a twin. Um, and it's back. Yeah, he was. He ah, we have the same job. I mean, he was extremely traumatized last night after playing Resident Evil. Have you seen, have you seen that picture of I him, like in his picture. bathroom, in his in his kitchen? He's not even in the bathroom. He's just on the kitchen drinking. And then, and then when he posted it on social media, he put it in black and white, so it's even worse. <laughs> Poor boy. We should check on him. Did it have any of us talked to him today? Is he I, alive? I spoke to him last night when he was doing that. Okay. He okay. okay. phoned me at 10 o'clock at night. He got to a really particularly harrowing scene in the new Resident Evil and was just like, I can't do this. Will you, will you tell us what, what happened after it's we... too sweet. Yes, I will. Okay, thank you. It's too sweet. Okay. Lovely boy. Uh, well, he phoned me for emotional support because he was like, Sam, I need a detailed breakdown of how I'm going to make it through this. He phones you segment. anyway. He also... You Normally not at half ten at night. phone each other when I'm talking with one of you. And because it happens so when often... When was the last time it happened? It like happens almost every time I play games with Adam, and it's just me and Adam. You'll call him, and then the like few times we've hung out, you and me, you've then got a call. But when from was the last time you played games with you and Adam? Wasn't during streams? Wasn't that it's, like back in June been, last year? It was not after that, but I just makes me think that you must be calling each other all the time because of you know the times aren't the same that you call each other. Well, with work, it's like a general thing. If he's driving home, he's bored. He's like, right, I'm going to chat to Sam, see what he's talking about. Yeah. Things like that, but um, yeah, it just kind of depends. Like I didn't expect he phoned me at like quarter to eleven at night before I was literally about to get into bed because he was at a that at that scene, which yeah. again I will explain later. But I get why because I already beat it and it was rough. It's it's pretty bad. And of course, you would have loved it. No, I hate it. You would have loved every minute of it. No, I hate. You, no, you I hate every second of it. I could not through horrible experiences. No, I hate every second of it. I wanted to get out there as fast as possible. Becca has been feeding. The nature outside of our window and how everything. Can I feed them corn again? Back. I've got corn. Does, that include, the, corn does again. that include the cat? No, well, but cat. no. Bubba I did feed a dog in invariably though, because I left corn out for the birds and the dog ate it. <laughs> did you? Did you guys name him Bubba? Or is he actually called Bubba? Yeah, how would we? Him. How would we know his name? I don't know. He might have met the he neighbors. He told us. Hi, my name's Bubba. You might have met oh, the neighbors. Is that how you think Bubba sounds? Uh, no, I think Bubba's got a rasp. Is sorry, Bubba is the local cat that is just completely rotund and turned up at our window and wanted in and so we're like sure why not and it knew, the Bubba knew where the kitchen was like before he had ever been in the house maybe so. he's just familiar with layouts of homes in the area I'm like and probably was here with the previous yeah. occupiers so we're not feeding Bubba but Bubba comes by for cuddles Bubba's cute Bubba's ginormous <laughs> Bubba's the best character in Amelie <laughs> 
Yeah, if you look at three for five frames at thirty-seven she has a minutes cat. and she has a cat. twenty-two seconds. She does have a that cat. That cat is inspired by Bubba. Oh, it did that is that cat Bubba? Bubba two. Electric Bubbaloo. Yes. Damn it, you beat me to it. <laughs> so the next film you're picking for this. Yeah, so we were gonna go back to basics and we're gonna start with his first one or the first big one, which is Delicatessen. Delicatessen, okay. Which, Yay. if you're free to hang afterwards, we could watch now. Uh, I won't be free to hang out today. You said that earlier. Oh, I did I say forgot. that last night. Oh. I remember. I, I don't. I remember for Louise. <laughs> to be fair, you've been very busy. Yeah. I don't know really what day we are. Saturday. Apart from that Twitter has a meme that it tells me when it's Saturday. And that's the yeah, my you only sense. Because it's for dads, Louise. And dad's car. <laughs> I love Dexter's Lab so much. That show's so good. Yeah. Right, I think it's going to do it from us. Very exciting. Right. Bye. I hope you enjoyed the laundry that was in the background that whole time. Yeah, still not beeped. It still hasn't. We're quite lucky that it hasn't yeah, beeped. Yeah, yeah. But we would have just like paused, or I guess given up, maybe. Oh well, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was a maybe, like five percent chance. I wouldn't. I'd do it by myself. What would that sound like? It would just be me talking about a film yeah, for a bit. No, because no, you're still here. It's only when you give up and leave the room. That's why I talk to myself. Okay, I see. You don't get a uninterrupted Becca when you're here to interrupt. No, I see, I see, I see. Yes. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Cheers. <laughs>